listening to Space Jam soundtrack the other day. <laughs> that we is were, a timeless album. It's so, so good. Oh, man. And we were just mainly listening to the theme song. I don't know why. I started singing it. And uh, my roommate was like, can we play this? Because I think we should listen to this while we make breakfast. Um, I may have said that, but she wanted to listen to it. Anyways, we were making breakfast and trying to listen to the uh, Space Jam theme song. And it really, really worked well. Yeah. Uh, It was great. And I have unlimited data now on my phone, so I can just play any song I want to, which is so good. Congratulations. That's that's that feeling of liberation is wild. It's, it's really, amazing. really beautiful. Yeah, I have not looked at my Wi-Fi setting for the last month. I have no idea if I turn it on or off. Yeah, it's possible that it's never on. <laughs> it's possible that's always on. I don't know. I don't look at it. Good uh, for you. Yeah. You know, we like to keep things all five bars here. So, oh, yeah. Speaking of anything that has to do with uh, debit cards, dude. The other day, so I get a call from my parents a few weeks ago and like, hey, your bank sent you a new debit card. Should we send it up to you? I was like, that's weird. It's not my debit card's not expired for another three years. Why would they send me a new one? Mm -hmm. Um, It's out of the ordinary. And they sent me a new one that doesn't have any numbers or raised lettering on the front. It just Uh, has the chip and everything is on the back for more security. And I was like, well, this is cool. I like this. Um, Anyways, I... This happened last week. So a few weeks ago, I get the call and I'm like, okay, I'll just pick it up when I drive down to my parents again. They're only a, an hour and a half away, two hours away. Not that big of a deal. But I didn't know when I was going to be down there again. And so last week, I tried to make a purchase and um, I tried to take some money out of the ATM and I can't I can't take any out. So my card's up, been declined. First, all I do is I check my balance and it says I can't even check my balance. I'm like, okay, that's weird. But maybe there's no money in my savings. So that would make sense maybe that it got declined. And then I went to go pull money out and I couldn't do it. And then I went to 7-Eleven down the street and just tried to buy something and still it wouldn't let. I was like, weird. I thought it was just the ATM. Tried two different ATMs and to purchase something and I couldn't buy. I'm like, well, they shut off my card. And so I was like, well, luckily I still have a credit card that I can put stuff on and just pay it off as I go for my account because it's attached by the numbers, not attached by the card. So at least I have something lucky there to do. So um, I call my parents, like, hey, can you just send me the card? Just overnight it or whatever. I don't think I asked them to overnight. They were just so gracious enough. They did overnight it and I got it um, in two days. And so nice. Nice. Uh, that was a cool. Wednesday. I got it on a, no, that was a Tuesday. And then I got it on the Friday. So I was without my debit card for, for two days. Yeah. Thursday rolls around every Thursday night on my way home. I buy, um, coffee for myself, um, and my roommates. And, and so <laughs> I go to, buy coffee and I give them my credit card <laughs> and my credit card is declined. <laughs> and now it's a Thursday. So I still don't have my debit card yeah. and I don't have my credit card and I've already ordered the coffee through the drive through yeah. and they've already given it to me and it's in my car. And I get the card back from, and she's like, it just says declines. I don't know why it's not working. And then, <laughs> I look at my wallet and say, okay, that's no problem. And I'm like, look at it. And I, I have a couple other credit cards, but I don't have any active cards with them anymore because I don't put any money on those at all. Right. And so I'm looking at my phone, my wallet. I was like, I'm sorry. I don't have any way to pay for this right now. I have no cash. I have no cards. My cards don't work. 
And she's just like, well, I've already given you the coffees. Don't worry about it. Just, just go. You're fine. So I got mm-hmm. two free coffees that way, um, which was weird. Yeah. Uh, got my debit card the next day though. And finally it's, uh, everything started working. Apparently when your credit card address doesn't match and you try to buy something on Groupon, they will freeze your account. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Cause that is what happened. So you're, so, you're just the address that you had on your credit card was not your current living address. No, no, it is. The issue is, is my Groupon was not my current living address because <laughs> uh, I hadn't purchased Groupon in like, I don't know, years. Um, but I found something on there I wanted to get. And so I bought it and um, it created the whole mess. So that's the lesson. If you want free coffee at Starbucks, just take a card that doesn't work anymore. Give it to them at this, after they give you the coffee. Just be like, I don't have any way to pay for this, and then just drive off. <laughs> I have never been to a place where they gave me my stuff before taking payment. I always have to pay first. What could have happened is, is I could have given them my card, they gave me my coffees, and then tried to run it. And while they were running it, giving me my coffee, I don't know, I can't remember. I just remember having the coffee in my car, and she had my card. And it's like, yeah. so I'm like, well... This is just how it's going to have to happen. I'm sorry. I can't pay for this right now. Yeah. Um, and um, other than that, though, I uh, had an interesting interesting workout today. Second time I worked out with Ring Fit Adventure. What is – oh, that's exciting. It's great. I did like 60-some squats. I did a bunch of like – um, chair poses and some like it was great. It was a it was and you have to run in place. I ran in place for 0.63 miles. Are you guys um, up on like the second or the third floor? No, we I when well, we're in a house. Oh, and so like and I'm on like on the basement, so like I have nobody behind like beneath me. So I just Perfect. open the windows up, start doing my workout. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try to try to build it in. It's essentially Pilates, is what I figured out. Yeah, and it's awesome. I'm a big fan. Uh, other than that, though, I mean, the only other thing that I have to update everybody on that I feel is necessary is that I think, I think. I know, other than what we've already talked about, because I'm not I'm not going to make Max draw it. I think I have a, a new tattoo idea that's going to be my first one. Ooh. So I want to get, like, geometric, um, abstract geometric triangles. Mm-hmm. And, like, have three triangles that are kind of interlocking with kind of, like, dots and, like, a little bit of lines around and kind of coming out. And, like, they're just, like, just solid black lines, no color or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe have just kind of, and then just, I think that would be great. And just doesn't mean anything. I just think it looks cool. You know, that way I don't have to like think about it. And then after that, I go, all right, let's start looking at the ones that may mean something, you know? Mm-hmm. So just get it, just get that first one out of the way. And I'm going to put it on, I think I'm going to put it on my thigh. Nice. Just that way it's just mine. You know, like, if I don't ever want to, if I hate it, I never want another tattoo. It's not out. Like, you know, I don't have any place visible and I can just do it. So yeah. I'm, I'm going with that. I'm actually have 15 tabs on my Google 
phone right now pulled up with all the artists. Wow. I've looked at 15 different shops and pulled out 15 artists that I like, and I'm going to show them to my roommate, and we're going to pick three or four, and I'm going to make consultations with them and just kind of see. So, Very cool, man. I love it. And go from there, and then I yeah. should have it soon. That's a rabbit hole, man. That's just like you're going you're gonna to spend fully a understand lot this. of money. I'm prepared and fully understand what's happening. Good. Um, there are already too many ideas of additional things that I think are really cool, but it took me 10 years to figure out this is what I wanted to do. So I think I'm okay. Yeah. I typically think through things before I, I do them like this. Yeah. So, um, well, you'll oh, be wow. disappointed to know that I am not planning to get a tattoo anytime soon. That's still not on the cards. Well, that's all right. She get a tattoo of a card. Um, <laughs> Just throw it in the loop. All right. Let's bring some excitement and play a little game. But before we do that, I'm going to tell you something. This is Infinite Pulp. We are a podcast. We like to be the white noise to any sort of conversation you're having, appointment podcasts, anything you want us to be, really. Yeah, um, we work well on road trips. We do work well on road trips. It's been tried and true, at least 3,300 miles. We don't know if we would work well beyond that, but we know that we work well within that mile range. Yeah. Um, so if least. you're going longer than 3,300 miles, listen at your own risk. Yeah. Consult, uh, consult a doctor for road trips lasting longer than 3,300 miles, please. Yeah, please. Uh, my name is Aaron. I'm Max. This is a podcast. Sometimes we're on your headphones. So we're going to play a little game, and then we're going to talk about souls. Um, and we've talked a lot about souls in a few of our episodes, but we're going to talk about something a little different. So instead of dark souls, we're going to talk about soul souls. And what I mean by that is our souls. Human souls. Human souls, Yes. So before I want to do that, though, I want to give Chance, Chance, I want to give Chance and Max to <laughs> tie up what is what is Aaron watching. And um, this I'm coming one, from behind here, people. I know. I know. I'm not. I'm we're now within within uh, fighting levels. And so I think we're going to try to find a good balance of difficulty going forward, starting now. So. Here's how it works. I'm watching something. It's on me right now. Max can't hear it. Um, I'm going to make a stamp on the rules right now because I think it's going to be more fun. From here on out, I will tell you if it's a movie or a TV show. Ooh. Which gives you does, one additional question. It down. Yes, which it I does. think is more I think I don't have to give you as easy of clues now and you know I, I, mm -hmm. I try to lead you to things um, we just want this to be fair and um, interesting to us so it's a TV show and that's okay. it's five questions I can give him two clues at any point in time that he asks for it and then he gets uh, two guesses to for what it is maybe three two We'll, we'll we've been playing third. too. We have been playing too. Add on, add on a third. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. We I'm may late. give you a uh, game of chance and do a coin flip if you don't get it within the first two <laughs> to see if you get a third one. But we're not just going to add it into the rules. No, double or nothing. Good. I yes. like that a lot. It is a TV show. Okay. And now you can go. Is it live action? It's not. Is it a comedy? 
it is not a comedy, but it's also not a serious, serious drama. It is very lighthearted. Was it made after 2010? Oh, I mean, I don't know that for sure. I will look it up because that is important. Okay. While you are looking up that factoid, if you can multitask, I, can. I would like a clue. All right. This appeared on the episode one of Infinite Pulp, and it was mine. This was on my first episode when we talked about cartoons. Is it Batman the Animated Series? Ooh, it's not. This was created prior to 2010. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Is it still running? No, it's not. The clue is important. It's on the episode. Not necessarily in my top ten, but it's on the episode. Mm Mm-hmm. That's two questions and one guess. No, three questions and one guess. No, I've asked four questions. No, you only asked two questions because you get – well, it depends on what you count. So see, I was thinking about this before we started right here. (laughs) Right as you you asked me if it was Batman, does that count as a guess or was one of your questions? No, that's a guess. Okay. So I still think you only When ask- I go specific, that's a guess. <laughs> yeah, so you asked me if it was live action. You asked me if it was before 2000 or after 2010, and then if it's still running. Okay. So those are three questions, two more questions. I, uh, no, my guess. fourth question was, is it a comedy? Oh, okay. That's true. You're right. Hmm. Yeah. See, everybody, he's trying to cheat. He's trying to give me a leg up here. He's, a good, a, he's a good guy. He's a yeah. good guy. Happy accidents. Yeah. Um, All right. One more question and one more guess. Give me one more clue. Okay. Um, I have been... I'm going to wrap this up all in one. It was in my honorable mentions, and I have been trying so hard to appropriately explain my love of this cartoon to you and convince you that it is very good for a very long time. Oh. Is it I'm just going to have to fold a question into a guess. It's just going to have to be two guesses. Okay. Is it Scooby-Doo? Oh, it's not. I know that I think that was actually in your top ten. It was. Um, that's why I'm grinding my brain about my the uh, honorable mentions. Um, all right, this is my last guess, and I'm gonna. I, I have no, absolutely no idea. So, I'm just gonna hail Mary this thing, and I'm gonna say. Um, I'm just trying to think of ones that you would have to convince me about. That means it's probably Disney. I'm going to, okay, let me say, let me say, um, well, oh, DuckTales. I'll go with DuckTales. Okay. No, 
And we can give you a reprieve if you think my clue has led you in a wrong direction. So yeah. it's not true. But it's Avatar, The Last Airbender. Uh, yep. I never would have guessed that. Never was going to get there tonight. Sorry, everybody. My brain is fried. It's been a long week. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Four to four to two? Is that what it is? Four to two. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to mark it in right now. Right yeah. now. Four to two. Uh, and, and, and we'll throw it in. So It's okay. You know, you got to have something to work towards, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. Can't make everything too easy for you. Yeah. Just when I think I was getting closer, I get that much farther away. I found out today that um, I was paying for stars on an email that I didn't check ever. Uh-huh. Um, that sucks. And because my card got changed out, I, they emailed me. I just happened to have my computer up and it popped into my email and I was just like, oh, okay. I should go look at that. <laughs> I went to go cancel and they gave me uh, six months for four ninety nine a month. And yeah. I was just like, okay, sure, I'll do that. Because they have Super Mario Brothers, Sonic the Hedgehog, Transformers, Robotech, Inspector Gadget, wow. the other Super Mario Brothers, the other Sonic, the other Sonic. They have so many interesting cartoons that I have to just check that out. Shira, yeah. there's it's awesome. I am very excited about it. Um, uh, yeah, I had no idea that those were available there. That's news to me and good good news. Yes, it is cuz somebody if Stars isn't listening, I don't think they are. Um, just wants my login for it. I, I, think, hmm. I think I think we can give it. I think we can work something out. As long as you can actually <laughs> use the app versus <clears throat> when I tried to give you my HBO and you couldn't use that app. Yeah, yeah. We have, we don't have a our smart TV yeah. is stupid. Yeah. It's our smart TV is not so smart. <laughs> Put it that way. Yeah. Yes. Um, but we'll definitely check into that for sure because that's yeah. incredible. That and, all sounds like a good thing. And definitely I'm going to report back because I'm very excited about Robotech. Um, oh, yeah. I tried to watch that, man. I tried, like, because, you know, it's such an influential series. It's so important yeah. to, like, the world of giant robot cartoons. And I tried to watch it, and it was just so slow. Let me ask you so something. Slow. Do you think it's important to regular-sized robot cartoons as well, or just giant-sized robot cartoons? I think it's more important to giant-sized robot yeah, cartoons. I would say so, too. Yeah. Maybe has it has it some influence on regular size cartoon or, or robot cartoons, but not not like the giants. Exactly. Um, I want to uh, I want to get into something with you, and I was thinking about this. So the other day, and the other day was like a year, year and a half ago. I'm watching this event on TV. And it's streaming and it's live. And I notice something. I'm looking around at the crowd and everybody is wearing very similar clothing. And they are uh, kind of look similar and just something. There's the aura. They have something about them that just kind of connects everybody together. I mean, they should. They're at a very niche event. Like, so I would assume that's the case. But it got me thinking about something. <clears throat> and this is what I want to talk about tonight. This is our topic. I want to talk about um, why that is and and why we think that, you know, it, you know, why I like, you know, video games. So I buy a Legend of Zelda shirt, you know, or like 
why I dress the way I do and what I'm into. And my hypothesis about all of that is if you take what's connected to our bodies, if you take our soul and you were able to examine it, uh, I think our bodies are the physical representation of our soul and it shapes what we like and what we're into and our personality and everything else. It's kind of like it is the essence of who we are. And then there are some gravitational pull that folks have together. And so like, and souls can be similar, right? And I think that's kind of where I'm getting at is like, maybe you and I have a very similar soul structure and that's why we dig video games so much and like talking about Star Wars and other things um, and like getting into the details and nitty gritties of things. I don't know, but I want to talk about it because I think it's really interesting. It is. It's fascinating. And I think there's a lot of overlap in similar groups. And you're right that that clothing, the outward expressions of our inward selves are, you know, clothing is a great way of doing that. And you were talking earlier about getting a tattoo. Yeah. That's another fabulous way Just of doing it. That. Hairstyles are another great way of doing it. And so often you find that the people who run in similar social circles or are a part of similar sort of snapshots of culture uh, uh, behave and express themselves in similar ways. So like the, the image that just pops to mind for me is a biker gang, right? Like a bunch of dudes who think that torn up jeans and, and leather vests and short sleeve shirts and beards and sometimes long hairs tied into braids, you know, is 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 cool and so that's what they think they all think is cool and they all found each other and now they roll around in their torn jeans and leather vests and beards and long braided hair and they all feel like they look cool yeah and it's it's, it is it's, it's really interesting the way that that happens and how often it happens versus how often it doesn't and it's something that i don't really pay attention to at this point and it's probably because I'd be willing to wager it's because I wear similar clothes to the people around me. So I don't think about it. Yeah. I think, um, that was a, I think that was a, that was, that was a good example. Um, yeah, I've always thought it's just like, it's almost – and I tried to shy away from this earlier today when I was trying to explain what it was because it's really funny. But it's almost the, the – I don't know. Maybe you disagree. The inverse of, of not judging a book by its cover. And it's not necessarily judging a book by its cover but like almost like deducing a book by its cover. Yeah. And I think a lot of it too – like it's really important to think about context, right? Like, right. If you if you see someone in the lobby of a big corporate building, for example, that's probably not their authentic outward representation. Absolutely. Right? Or maybe it is. You might see some people, some people love to wear fancy outfits. There's this goofy guy on YouTube named Review Bra. Um and his his channel's called the Report of the Week, and he's known for the, there was this famous gif that ran around of him eating a pizza in like a suit. 
and like taking one like petite little bite of the pizza and putting it down and like wiping his fingers on a napkin and closing the pizza box. He reviews food online. He's mm-hmm. ridiculous, but he just likes to wear suits. Yeah. And like there are people who do just like to wear suits because it makes them feel special. It makes them feel um, debonair, suave, put together outside of, outside of a corporate building. So that's not to say that suits by themselves are are forced upon us. But I definitely think that uniforms can be easily mistaken for the identity or, of, of the soul within. Or everybody is wearing their own uniform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like and that. that's kind of where I where it's more at, you know, like why it's just to me, it's just there has to do some. I mean, there has to be some connection because it can't just be about people being interested in the same thing. Like maybe maybe that's all it is, but like I think it has to go much deeper than that. Um, I had somebody who I was talking to about this a while back, and I presented the idea. I was like, "Well, I think why, you know, why do I like to come home, wear basketball shorts and like a bag of shirt every single mm-hmm. night after I get off of work?" You know, like these are my comfortable clothes. You know, mm-hmm. like I played a lot of basketball when I was younger. And like, this is like a comfort zone for me. Mm-hmm. So what he was saying, and I think what's tied up in that is that it's it's not so much about the person's soul and having an outward reflection on what that is. Um, it's more about a feedback loop. And so if you're really into X and you watch somebody who's really into X and they've already set you know, you want to emulate them. So you're going to wear what they're going to wear. And everybody else who likes X is also going to try to emulate that. And then you also are all interested in X together. So when you get together, you're all emulating, emulating the same thing. And then it just feed back into itself because somebody out of there is going to rise up and somebody's going to now see them and then just have a straight feedback loop back over, over and over again. You know, what's interesting is that this dichotomy is effectively nature versus nurture, right? That's what we're talking about when you, when you, when you present right. that dichotomy. Yes, You're talking absolutely. about, is this something that's inherent to us or is this something that's informed outside of our experience? And it's probably a mixture of both. Like most things when you try to put them against each other like that, that are warring yeah. opposites, you know, yeah. it's always some sort of middle ground between the two extremes, which yeah. is where reality lies. But... Um, you know, I, I, I like to think and believe that, you know, there's just the soul that I have that like represents who I am. And it, it doesn't mean that I, that soul can't change. And I think that's something that's really important um, because lots of things change based upon access, right? Like if I can't afford to wear a suit every day, but that's what I would be doing if I could, that's an interesting thing too, because well, then you're not really representing your own soul. You're representing yourself to the best of your current means. Yep. Um, so that obviously I think plays a part into it as well. So then you can think about like, well, then do you really ever figure out what that exactly thing is, you know? Yeah, And I think that's maybe where authenticity comes in. I don't even think that's the case because I believe you can be authentic but not dress the way you want to Mm -hmm. uh, as well. Yeah, Yeah, and that's like the the whole 
purpose of work clothes, right? It's like you're supposed to be authentic within the parameters and the framework of what you are given. Yes, like dress socks. Mm-hmm. See, dress socks is the way you can be authentic at work. Yeah. Well, see, you know, here's the thing, and I'm just going to tangent for a second. Dress socks are pretty comfy, especially if you get like nice dress socks, man. Yeah. They're really comfortable and they breathe so well. Yeah. And so it's it's sometimes, you know, when it's when it's warm outside, I will wear dress socks, you know, under under pants, under like my pants or my shoe with my shoes or whatever when I'm wearing jeans because they're so breathable and comfortable. I will 100% back you in this and tell you I do the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I wear my dress socks whenever I can. There was a time where I used to wear dress socks all the time. because My dress socks depends a lot on what shoes I'm wearing. <laughs> so if I'm wearing like my Nikes and my tennis shoes, I'll throw on probably not dress socks, but I'll probably put on um, like just some like a long pair of socks. Yeah. Just some, some long tube socks and crew cuts. Um, do you wear white socks? I yeah, I will every once in a while. Most of the mm-hmm. time, most of my socks are gray though. Yeah, I've given up completely on white socks. I've never seen someone wearing white socks, and I thought and thought to myself, man, I want to look like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think white socks look good every once in a while. No, they absolutely have their place in a lot of different places, but it's just not my style, and never has right. been. It's not your soul. See, yeah. this is where we're getting. Yeah. Here. Um. No, I, I I like to try to do – I like my socks to be as colorful and, and abstract as possible. Yeah. You know, I have a pair of socks that has layers to it, has stri- like thick stripes. Um, they're more like atmospheres, you know. There's like a purple, mm-hmm. a yellow, a pink, and inside just on the front of the sock is a long neck with a gold chain and sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. And I can't find my left sock. I don't know where it's at. I don't even know. I don't even know if it's the left sock, but like, come on, the right sock is my dominant sock. It's not going to be one that runs away. It probably scared the left sock away, and it doesn't know where to go. It's probably on the house. That's that's frightening, and it I, is. I feel very deeply for your poor little lost sock. I do too. It would explain a lot if if our interests and and personalities came from someplace deeper than just um, this is going to be interesting too because I also want to talk soon about um, and maybe we'll do that maybe we'll I'll tease that with next episode I'll okay. wait wait till the end Good. of the episode yeah, yeah. and I'll Table tease with what I think we're going to talk about next episode yeah don't give away the trick too early um, so with what you're interested in right so like my kind of socks and then more specifically how good you think something is. So like the difference that I think avatar is one of the best cartoons I've ever seen. It should have been on my top 10 now that I'm watching it again. Um, and you don't, you know, and like, Hmm. does that come from the cartoons you watched when you were younger and like how you grew up or just innately, do you, are you just not drawn to this kind of story? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good question. And I, I think for me, like, I've spent a lot of time. I'm a huge nerd. I love video games. Like, you know, I love Dungeons and Dragons, all those things. And it's never really been a high priority for me to own nerd culture paraphernalia. Um, because I think for me, early on, I I really, I, I thought about uh, back, you know, when we were all talking about Dragon Ball Z and stuff, um, it, there was a thing where, where, 
we were learning, you know, at that formative age, we were learning about what's cool, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that someone said to me that really stuck with me was cool people don't have to tell other people they're cool. Yeah. Right? Like, that's what makes them cool. They just, they are. And I think I really ingrained that on, on, a, on a pretty sort of fundamental level. And so when I thought about buying nerd culture shirts or clothing, I always decided against it because I wanted to hide my power level. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to not give away immediately that I was a huge nerd. Um, and not, not for fear of like bullying or anything, because I, I get, I got over that real fast. Um, there was a day back in seventh grade, eighth grade, we had wacky tacky day at school. <laughs> and I went and I was in a, a school where bullying was pretty common. Lots of people got picked on. There was a lot of sort of tension in the school. Um, it was, it was not always a happy place, but there was wacky tacky day. And so I went into my aunt's closet and pulled out some of her old clothes from when she was young. And one of them included like this top that had like one of those frilly laces around the neck, like, like clowns have like Bozo the clown. Mm -hmm. Um, it was like a rough, but it was a watermelon. Like, and so it was like this super nineties, like watermelon rough blouse. And I wore that with some like ungodly bright orange polka dot balloon pants and like it was it was truly the ugliest I've ever looked in my life, which is saying something. I learned that day that like what I wore doesn't matter because I wore the most ridiculously ugly thing I could. And all a lot of the people who were normally bullies congratulated me and were like, that's ridiculous. What what the heck are you wearing? What's wrong with you, man? That's crazy. Um, and, and it took away a lot of the power that other people had over my own understanding of my image. Right. And so after that, I really realized that what I wore, like I decided for myself that what I would wear wouldn't matter. And so I started leaning into clothes that were more comfortable, clothes that were easy to take on and off, clothes that felt good on my skin. That's important. And and so I, what for me, what's wound up happening over the years is that I've kind of amassed this collection because I don't often shop for myself. And so I just tell people what I like and, you know, I get things at Christmas or whatever <laughs> and my birthday. And so Too I've long. amassed You're... this collection of stuff that like I didn't buy for myself, but it's all me because it's all very comfortable. It's all very easy and it's all very, um, you know, it looks reasonably good on me. So for me, it very much is an outward expression of what I believe on the inside because I, it's very hodgepodge, you know, I yeah. don't care. But as I say that, I realized when I was talking earlier about not realizing that I'm surrounded by similar people, I'm in a city full of a lot of people who do not care what they look like. Yeah. They don't care what they're wearing. Um, I'm, I'm in Asheville, North Carolina. It's a very crunchy town. A lot of hippies, a lot of more liberal people. Very Hold on a second. I want, to, I want to pause for just a moment. Did you just say it's crunchy or grungy? Yeah. Crunchy. So can you tell me what crunchy means when you're describing yep. a town? So what I'm what I mean is uh, Nature Valley oats and honey okay. granola bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so crunchy it hurts your teeth. Like yeah. that that sort of situation. Um, you know, the hair isn't quite always washed regularly. Um, the 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 clothes might be a little bit scruffier and a little bit less pristine. No, nobody's scruffy um, looking. Yeah, everyone is, everybody's snacking, you know, like, 
you know, on their holistic foods and medicines and stuff. It's just, you know, it's crunchy. I've never seen so many aisles of holistic stuff in a uh, supermarket as I did when I was in Asheville. And I I live in Portland. um, So, you know, we're almost sister cities. Mm -hmm. Um, I still haven't seen aisles like that. You know, it's like the thing is, it's outside of a Whole Foods. I'm expecting it in a Whole Foods in a new seasons. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some Zupan, you know, those places. I'm not expecting it, you know, in a Kroger. Yeah. And it's there or wherever we went shopping. You know, I can't remember if we were going shopping at Kroger's or the local grocery chain is called Ingles. Yeah. It's like, I think, Safeway out here. Albertsons. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an it's a Kroger equivalent. Albertsons, you know, Publix, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but, but I don't really think about it because a lot of people in this city don't think about it either. And that's actually like, was one of the comments on the Asheville Facebook page was some, some very, you know, fashion forward individual from like New York or San Francisco commented in all caps that they were so disgusted because nobody in this city cared about how they dressed. And she would never come back. <laughs> Gosh, that would no. make me want to come back so much harder the yeah. second time. Yeah. That's fascinating. I think that's probably what drew me so much to Orlando. Um, I just feel so comfortable there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it just feels like that city is really, really something that's, like, for me. You know, and it's, it's really interesting. And it's interesting. a city that's built for gym shorts, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I could wear shorts all. I used to wear shorts. I used to wear pants once or twice a year. Um, I don't remember ever wearing pants. I think my mom and dad can back me up on this is how much I hated wearing pants. I just want to wear shorts all the time, Um, which is funny because when I was in Orlando, I was like, I can't just cannot just wait to wear pants again. Um, Mm -hmm. I do love wearing a really good pair of jeans, just like a comfy pair that you slide on. It's like soft and stretchy a little bit. Yeah, they're so good. Um, but Orlando just like fit, like, cause it's just like, you could just, it didn't, I think that the fun thing about, I liked about Orlando and I think a lot of people didn't like this about Orlando for me, at least when I was there, it didn't seem to have a very distinct culture. It yep. seemed to just kind of be very flat and bland just because there was, I mean, when you have a, when you're the major corporation pulls in people from all around the world to work there, you have kind of a mixture and you don't get rid like a real set culture. Yeah. Um, I kind of really liked that a lot. It just kind of was just like, I don't know. It just felt like everyone was just making whatever they wanted of themselves. Like, you know, you didn't have to fit into any kind of box. There was no kind of vibe to the city of like, it wasn't crunchy, you know, where like mm-hmm. you go to Asheville and I was just like, yeah, everybody here, I get it. You know, there, there was no collective vibe mm-hmm. to the city. That, you know, if we're talking about what we're talking about now, you could even say that the city didn't have like its own soul that permeated what it was. Yep. It, it was yep. just kind of all these collective tiny souls. It's like if Voldemort decided to put all of his horcruxes in the same place. You know, you have all these different pieces of the same soul, but nothing is all connected together. And so it just kind of doesn't exist as one entity anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's what it felt like. And I loved yeah. it because I could just be whatever I wanted. Like, and you felt so comfortable there. And I took that vibe hopefully into Portland, but like, because Portland's very accommodating as well, obviously. Um, 
but uh, there's still a way more distinct culture here and more like I couldn't tell you what a typical Orlandian like Orlando like there's not even a word for it you know there's a Portlandian there's no word Orlandian is that what probably Orlando I, I don't know but the fact that we don't know doesn't mean it's not a thing Orlando 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 and maybe Orlando and Orlando and Orlando and yeah I don't know Anyways, clearly, uh, clearly, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's something for it though. Uh, but I think that's interesting because you find that all over the place. You find cities that have a distinct kind of vibe to them, and you can be like, "Oh, that person's from that city," and it just kind of clicks and makes sense for you. And I think people like, I don't know, like they're always looking for that place where they belong. Mm-hmm. You know, and part of that is just your soul wanting to be around other souls that are like you, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think uh, on a lot of levels that ties into like the, the primal aspects of survivalism. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and we as pack animals, like, you know, pack hunters, we really did need to fit in and be liked because it meant we wouldn't get pushed away from the fire and we'd get a share of the kill, you know, like. So I think that it's it's much more fundamental too on some levels than just the soul. I think there's right. there's an aspect of very sort of simplistic survivability to it that still persists despite the fact that we don't have to have people like us in order to go to Walmart and buy ourselves some pizza rolls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it feels better. Oh, no, for sure. It always does. Yeah, pizza rolls are way better when you're sharing them. Oh, dude, absolutely. We decided um a couple fridays ago to have a appetizer night and appetizer nights are always one of my favorite nights for dinner because that sounds amazing you yeah. just get a smorgasbord of all of these different foods and we had brazilian cheese bites mm. spinach artichoke little like it was almost like spanakobita but it yeah. wasn't yeah. Um, it was a different version. We had fancy pizza rolls that were just cheese that we got at Safeway, like fancy branded. They were like Ooh. twice the money for like a third, even maybe even less than 10% of what we got at a, at a pizza roll bag. <laughs> but they were so good. And then we actually got real pizza rolls. Um, and then we had something else too. There was one other thing that we ate alongside mm, of that. And we mozzarella just, sticks, you buffalo know, wings, we were gonna cheddar, do, cheddar peppers, like – Help we were, me out here, man. We were going to do mozzarella. Let me think about this for a second. Pizza rolls. We had four different foods. Pizza rolls, spinach, Brazilian cheese balls, pierogies. That's what we there had. Go. Yep. Oh, pierogies are also amazing. Yes, they are. They're delicious. Yeah. I got to introduce my roommate to pierogies and Brazilian cheese bread. Mm. Um, and I feel like... You're a good roommate. My uh, work here is completed. I can move out break the lease <laughs> it's time to, to go don't need to be here anymore i can just bounce bounce my out people, of it and leave people need me yeah yeah uh, no i i totally agree though that i think like when you mentioned that group of people who like were all wearing the same clothes and you know seemed like there was a similar similarity to the souls underneath i think there's a lot to that and i think that it's probably true that this the people who like those things are also probably people who like to dress that way. Right. And I th- definitely think that there is a correlation. 
Um, but I am I remain unconvinced that that implies causation. Okay. Yeah, and I don't necessarily think it does either. I just think right now that was the most logical way really for me to try to explain what was going on. Yeah. You know, like there has to be something here about why you can look at somebody and say they look like they're in the video games. Yep. And then you talk to them and you're just like they're in the video games. And I'm just using yep. video games now because I, I'm in that part of the world, you know, and yeah. I, and it's easy for me to recognize. You know, I can't recognize somebody who's into painting because I'm right. just not I have no idea. You know, right, and that then that ties back into what you your soul identifies right. with and how you express yourself because you know the symbols to look for and this you know the social cues and this the things to to identify if you are looking for fellow video game players. So, I was I was out. Um, that's yes, I think that's true, um, uh, and that's that's part of just wanting to. And also yearning for that, like you said, yearning for the the pack mentality mm-hmm. of all of that, where you're like, when you're at a party and you you don't really know much, many people there, and you're kind of just introducing yourself to everybody. All you really want is to catch somebody, and you're like, do you mm-hmm. play Overwatch? You know, yep. who's your man? Yep. You know, yep. and then like those like, get, you just once you pass the first test, then you start you're able to like open up and go lingo. You're mm-hmm. like, you don't even gotta say you just got main. And then they'll tell yep. you like their three mains, and then who also they're probably pretty good mm-hmm. with, and it just happens. And I think it's so cool. Um, I had another point here, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Well, you oh yeah, you just mentioned it. I know. Oh man, that's that's brutal. Yeah, and I I robbed it of you because I, I I insisted on mentioning this tangent. No, um, I think I had something before I went into even what I wanted to go into too. Did I lose two things? Have they oh, gone? No. I they can't a, be gone forever. I don't think they're going to be gone forever. Because we were talking about like how you look for those things and how you, that you have that sense of belonging and that sort of primal need and yeah. to fit in and survive. No, this doing anything for you? I don't know if it's coming back. I'm not okay. sure it is, but we'll, maybe it's time to just let it go. We yeah, I think you know it's it's the remember all, remember all. You know, mm-hmm. wherever you pronounce it. I know there's something lost. I don't know what's lost. <laughs> so I can't really find it. I just know something has been lost. Yeah. Well, uh, well maybe we'll circle back around to yeah, it. Yeah, who knows? Um, who knows? But, uh, um, see, now I'm just lost all over the place. All right. Uh, well, I'll bring us back around. Because yeah, one of the that. things that I'm really interested in talking about is how you identify when you talk about clothing. You mentioned your comfortable clothing, but you haven't talked about clothing in general in your relationship to it. Sure. Um, I mentioned sort of my story and my arc about like how I identify with clothing now based yeah. on sort of, you know, my upbringing and my choices and my experience. I've had... Um, what, what, yeah, what does that look like for you? What did I've that had, journey I feel, a, a, become? a river of, of clothing and it just flows different ways depending on what Ben gets turned um, and I don't think I've ever really it's been really interesting right so um, I think I dress very I think I have a core dress of what I like to do I like to wear boots I wear long socks I like to wear pants now um, at least when I'm going out and doing things I like to wear belts if possible and I love jackets 
uh, and I really like shoes. I really like clothes a lot, actually. I, I, I don't, I, I very much, it's interesting. It depends on my mindset at the time. I oscillate between just not caring at all what I dress like and then also being very particular about what I'm wearing and what's going on and making sure there's no clothes. I've, I've always wanted to try to dress well and wanted to look good and nice. I don't think I'm very good at it. And I don't think I'm, I exceed all that well sometimes, but I, um, I, I, I very much do care a lot about what I'm wearing. I don't like wearing graphic t-shirts. Uh, I have a few. Like I don't like wearing graphic t-shirts out. Graphic t-shirts are typically my inside shirts, unless they're like, see, I think this is kind of down to it, and this is really interesting. I like wearing clothes um, that are that are kind of unique, but like not super unique. Like I like to wear things, um, like my Bill Murray shirt, right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly the one I was thinking of when you started talking about graphic tees, like. But see, that Bill Murray shirt is a graphic tee that just says everything on its own without having to have any words. And that's the kind of shirt I do like. I really don't like words on shirts unless it's like a logo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that just stems from – I just kind of think that stuff is cheesy and dumb. You know? Um, like I just – I think – you know, it, that's – I talk to people all the time. They love – like those Disney shirts, you know, that say something like – yeah. about grumpy or donald or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah, or yep, yep i really just those just don't call to me at all in the least amount and it's just like i don't i don't i don't know i just i don't need to have that kind of stuff but i like the bill murray shirt because i think it's unique and it's fun and i like colors like that and to be honest with you it's very rare that i wear my bill murray shirt out and somebody doesn't tell me how cool of a shirt it is it usually mm-hmm. happens um but I just I like wearing I think I like to have a subtle uniqueness to my clothing mm-hmm. you know like uh, like uh, I, uh, I, I don't have the personality to want to stand out and just go for it but I have a wanting to you know yeah interesting that's an interesting nuance there oh it is it is. It's like a reserved kind of like, you know, it's why mm-hmm. I've talked about wanting to get a tattoo for the last several years. You know, it's like, it's a reserved want. So it's like, yeah, I very much so want this, but I don't necessarily want, you know, yeah. it's it's interesting. It's weird. Yeah. And maybe that's why our souls connect in that way is because both of us in our respective ways care but also don't care. You know, we care, but we don't care in, and this is sounding super hipster, I realize. So hmm. forgive me, everybody. It's not like you um, live in Asheville and I live in Portland. So yeah, exactly. At but least- it's like, we, we care. We definitely care. Obviously we care. Um, but we care that we are n- not like other people who care. Right. Maybe, maybe that's the way to, to I, I absolutely think that's, you know, that's part of it for sure. Uh which is funny because like the like a lot of the clothes I wear out just like they're just the most boring. Like I mm-hmm. like to like I wear just I it's cold right now, so I'm wearing a lot of flannel. But I'm wearing flannel work like like three quarter top, full top work boots. 
with jeans and a white shirt and that's it. Like my and a beanie and like my black room glasses and my beard, you know? Yeah. I could not be more generic for the city yeah. that I live in. Yeah. But that, that sort of clean look is also kind of like when you talk about the hat and you talk about the flannel, like that's, that's also kind of, kind of hipster. Right. Oh no, absolutely. I was but driving it's a up clean, one time. It's a different hipster. It's clean hipster. Yeah. I was pulling up to one of my friend's house. I hadn't seen them in a long time and um, a few years and they hadn't really seen me in person ever with my beard because I just started mm-hmm. growing it in Orlando. So I pull up and it was pretty big at that time. He's just, he's, <laughs> I remember my friend, he's just like, I just saw somebody pull up and like, it's like, who the heck is this weird hipster guy pulling into our driveway that I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, well, okay. Now that I've been branded, we'll just might, might as well lean into it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've, I've, I've made a lot of, um, when I go out though, I, I usually try to wear shirts nowadays. I just like to wear shirts that don't have anything on them. I like to wear just plain mm-hmm. colored, you know, I like that classic you know, one of my favorite outfits that I have is my boots, my jeans, and my leather jacket, just a white shirt. Yep. Uh, That's a timeless look, man. Yeah. And J- I, James I, Dean would be proud. Which is, is so, and just recently, since I've moved here, I've made the decision to not care as much about what people think. And then just put things together that I want to wear regardless of whether or not I've analyzed if it's going to look good. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yep, I'm going to wear these pants and this shirt and this jacket. And you know what? It may not work, but I'm just going to do it and go out with it and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I like that. And it's That's, been, there's, it's, go for it. It's been kind of freeing, you know, yeah, just yep. to kind of like throw stuff on like that. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's liberating. And that's a lot of what I experienced back in eighth grade was just like, at the end of the day, the person who cares the most about what you're wearing is you. Right. Right. And that's why I think like hipsters sometimes get a bad rap because of, they come across as arrogant and condescending or whatever. But they've just like owned to a larger degree, I think more openly, the fact that they want to be different. Right. And I think right. we all want to be different to an extent. We all want to feel like individuals. We don't want to, you know, even within that pack mentality, even within the herd, we want to stand out. We oh, want to be seen as, as an individual. I just remembered what I was going to talk about. All right. Let's let's do Before it. Before I forget, it's the stupidest thing. Nope. You were talking about pack mentality and wanting to be with people. And I was watching a new TV series on Netflix. I think it's something about night um, anyways, it's essentially planet Earth, but filmed exclusively at night. Ooh. And so it's like what goes on in the world at night. It's great. Everybody should watch yeah. it. It's on Netflix. Sounds incredible. Um, it, they're hawking it right now. It's just came out. When you guys have listened to this, it had just come out about a month and a half ago because that's when we're recording this. But it'll still be on Netflix. I don't think they're going to get rid of it. Check it out. There's an episode in there that has to do with those. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen planet earth or anything, but there's a set of monkeys that live. I think it's in Japan that have are next to the really hot spring waters. Yep. And during the winter, they sit in there during the day to like, just, Mm -hmm. and there's a, there is absolutely a hierarchy and you don't get allowed into the spring unless you are part of the group. Yeah. So, it also gets freezing cold those nights. 
freezing cold. And there are some animals or monkeys that are part of there that are not part of the group. So you have all of these three or four different monkeys huddled around each other, cuddling and keeping each other warm. And then a singular one out here on the branch. Mm-hmm. And the coolest thing, and it was what I was thinking about, was about wanting to belong and be a pack. You could see him. You could see the monkey the whole time staring over at that, wanting to be there. But he waited until it got really, really cold, like dead of the night. And he scuttled on over there and joined the pack. And nobody mm-hmm. cared because they just wanted to be warm together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really apropos, too, of um, how – the nature and the situations that you're in vastly change what you're going to be doing and who you're going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you're in a dire situation where somebody you may not have got along with, that's the way to survive. You're going to figure that out pretty fast. And, and I think yep. that's really interesting about how arbitrary some of the differences that people have actually are yeah absolutely and it's it sometimes is just like like there was a kid in elementary school man who i thought was super cool um and he had a mullet it was you know i thought it was cooler than that but at the end of the day it was just a mullet um and i wanted my hair like that so i grew my hair out and like cut it in that style that year and every time I look back at those photos, I think, you know, what the hell was I thinking? That's it's just hideous. It's awful. But this one person that I knew, not even knew well, like I just saw him around school, but I knew he was a cool kid. And I was like, I wanted to be cool, too. And I thought that's what cool kids did. Right. And so I think there was a lot of probably a lot of it to that early on, which is what helped me like get past it sooner rather than later was because I, I, you know, I, I adopted pretty early on the idea that if I dress like cool people, I also would be cool. So maybe that's, that's how you, maybe it's, that's where that combination of both comes in. And sometimes you just never break out of the feedback loop, Mm -hmm. you know, where you wanted to emulate the really cool kid in school. So you also got something that was very, very cool. Don't knock the mullet. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. And um, it will. Well. <laughs> it's unique. I'll give it that. And but you then broke out and kind of decided, no, I'm just gonna decide to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And it was different than your feedback loop of what you thought was cool. Now I'm not saying that those always have to be mutually exclusive to each other, too. You can absolutely look at somebody and say, that's really cool. That's exactly who I want to be and be inspired by that and True. like totally live that for yourself authentically as well. Um, yeah, I don't I think agree. it always has to go the other way. But I also think sometimes that the inner, the opposite of that happens as well where you emulate that and you spend time emulating that over and over again and you never really find a sense of yourself because you're trying to figure out – what that other person is doing to make them that and not figuring out what you're doing to make you this. Well, I think it has a lot to do too. It's like Goldilocks, right? Like this, this, this bed is too soft. This bed is too hard. This bed is just right. This porridge is too hot. This porridge is too cold. This porridge is just right. It's about finding your porridge. It is, but some people never find the porridge. Yeah. And I think that was the kind of, that was my point where you're just, 
you know, somebody else that you really admire is eating porridge at a different temperature than what you like it at, but you really want to be like that person. So you start eating your porridge at their temperature as well. And then you mm-hmm. never break out of that. You got lucky. You broke out of that in eighth grade uh, with your clothes and, and the mullets part of it. Dude, I had a bowl cut and I really liked I had a bowl cut for probably three years. Mm-hmm. And I was really into it. And I'm going to stand by the bowl cut. I respect your willingness to die on that sword. <laughs> Listen, but, I can't do any haircut now. So when I was able to do the bowl cut, I think it was necessary that I needed it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a, it's definitely a style. I've never understood it, but it is a style. And I, I, you know, some people pull it off. I, you know, who I've, you know, who I've met pull off the bowl haircut a lot is, um, uh, actually quite a lot of women pull off bowl cuts very okay. elegantly. Yeah. I think it's different style though. When you do it that way, I think it's called a Bob. It is. Cause my bowl cut was more of like the, um, letter mo mo bowl cut. And Three Stooges. Does he? You see the one? Oh wow! Yeah, that's yep. just like straight up. Just put a bowl in your head and just cut around the edges and mm-hmm. shave everything else underneath. Uh, it was fine though. I I really have no no ill ill thoughts about that bowl cut. I don't look back on it and be like, what do I think? Like, what was I thinking? I was just like, that's just what I wanted to do at the time. I yeah. bleached all of my hair blonde in eighth grade too. Oh uh, no! No, I liked it. And I look back on it now, it's like, okay, the full bleach didn't look amazing, you know? But when I cut the sides and the sides had brown hair and the top was just bleached, I think I looked pretty good, you know? Yeah, and, and what's most important was at the time, you felt good about yourself, right? right. And that's, that's really what matters is that, you know, no matter what clothing you do choose to wear, no matter if you want to like forge your own path or copy the look of somebody else, like what really matters is that you're happy doing it and that you feel good about the way you look. Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of rolls into everything too, you know, yep. just like, you know what? It's just okay to have your opinions and it's okay to dress the way you want, you know, like just mm-hmm. do it. Go for it. Yeah, man. Life is too short. Own it. To. You know, yeah. people, but it's, it's, I think Max taught a lesson earlier that he didn't mean to, but I appreciated him for it. He just like fully committed to his um, tacky wacky day or wacky tacky day. And was just like all into it. And people are drawn to that. Yeah. You know, like they are, they're just like, Oh, that person is just being what, that's who they are, and they're just letting you know it. You know what? Yeah. Good. Cool. Good for them. That's awesome. You don't have any questions about, like, if you're getting somebody different. You're like, nope, that's it. Awesome. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Being, you know, whether whether you look good or you look ridiculous, if you commit, like, that's, like, 90% of confidence right there. And 90% of self-esteem is just believing believing in what you're doing and committing to it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This That's is, why so many people would like be wrong about things, but as, if they lie convincingly, right? Like if they say it with authority, people are more likely to believe them, even if right. what they're saying isn't real. It's like that old adage of just like, if you just walk around and look like you know what you're doing, nobody's going to bother you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, or fake it until you make it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the soul. 
right there. Do you have anything else to add? Do you have more things you want to talk about in regards to this? We got off a little bit, but I think... I think we circled around it. I think we kind of flower petaled. You know, we kept yeah. coming back to it and went off in different directions. I think, I think I can definitely see the arguments that it is sort of inherently natural. But I think so much of, so much of like, like I didn't have a lot of opportunities to shop for clothes as an infant. Right. And yeah. so I think whether or not this is my soul, before I had the chance to develop an identity independent of outside influence, I had outside influence. Yeah. And I think, so, well, maybe this is what I think if I was going to put a stamp on something yeah. on where my thoughts are at now versus where they were at the, before we started. Um, I still believe and, and think that it's probably an outward reflection of your soul and who you are. But I also think that you are not the only person that has an influence on that soul. And so it's impressionable to varying degrees. Some people are super impressionable and alter things and not in like a bad way at all or anything. It's just like they just kind of flow more with the water of their soul rather than having some sort of, you know, strength and not strength. That's probably a poor way to put it, but just a stoicism to their soul, you know? Um, so I think it's, a, I mean, really, it's the logic for me of this has to be connected somehow, but it absolutely is influenced by what you're seeing and experiencing and doing and all of yeah. that. Yeah. So it's just an ever changing outward reflection of who you are choosing your soul to present to the world at that time, whether it is fully realized in yourself and that's what it is, or it's layered in things that you think you want or, you know, but I still think the representation is there. There's just going to be different reasons about why the representation exists that way. Mm -hmm. That's probably the best way I can put it. I hope that made sense. No, I think it makes a lot of sense. So very uh, concise. Okay, cool. That's the, the, the thing that I'm absolutely not is concise very often. So yeah, this is, this is good. This is why you guys get an hour and 45 minutes of my lovely voice. <laughs> so yeah and i don't really have a stamp that's any better than what you just said i think it's it's fascinating and i think what's most important like i mentioned earlier is just that you find you find the the explanation and the answer and the clothing that works for you yeah i, right. I, I will never I know, I I, go ahead i know we focused on clothing a lot too and that's just a good, easy representation of what we're talking about, I think is what I want. You know, it's just, it's not all about that. Obviously it has everything to do with your being, but clothing is absolutely one of the best ways to show that. Yeah. And I think it doesn't like so often, I think people think of clothing as being like a superficial thing, right? Like a, a thing that, that, that is, isn't you and the real you is underneath, but most of us, you know, once we're old enough to put on a, pick out our own outfits and many of us, even before that want to pick out and choose to pick out our own clothes every day. Right. Like we choose what we're going to wear. And so we are choosing how we want to be seen and we are sharing that with the world on a daily basis. And that's pretty cool. It is pretty I cool. Actually, I haven't actually thought about it in that way before. And that's kind of a revelation for me. That's fun to think about. Yeah. It's just like, this is, 
this is uh this is what i want you to know from me today you yeah. know yeah um yeah and different situations call for different things like you're not wearing comfy clothes if you have to go um to uh like a theater you know i hope you don't wear you you'll still wear comfy clothes but i hope they're nicer than respect the show max <laughs> respect the show i wouldn't wear sweatpants to the theater no i know <laughs> um <clears throat> i went to a film festival to a once and theater. i definitely didn't dress up as well as my friends who went and i was just like oh and they're like it's a film festival i was like yeah but that's not that kind of film festival this isn't the opera <laughs> i know um well cool yeah so next week or two weeks i guess two weeks at this point you know it's always next week for us two weeks for you so it's so confusing um on this side i really teased it a little bit earlier because i think it kind of matches and this may not be what exactly we're going to talk about but i think this is a tease for a future episode at some point for sure so stay tuned for next week to see if this is what it's going to be um but we were we were discussing the kind of feedback loop earlier and how much it connects to what it is that people like people are into but i also was thinking the other day and i wanted to provoke, propose the discussion of how much popularity mass mass popularity alters and changes what kind of content we're getting and then also validates and invalidates something for some reason regardless of the quality of it if something's really popular it's, it's popular for a reason does that validate that that's something that we should keep on trying to attack and keep on trying to go for, you know, transformers makes a billion dollars. Do we keep making transformers movies? You know, what's the answer to that? Because it's clearly work. Anyways, that's kind of the path that I was thinking of. Um, so stay tuned for that and we'll be back. But, uh, this has been our podcast and it's infinite pull. You can find myself, Aaron, at all of the things, all of the things. Um, just type in Damped Mango, D-A-M-P-3-D, Mango, and you should be able to find me everywhere. It is confirmed. I checked it. It works. We do have a, a uh, email that's working. Infinite, uh, It's podcast at infinitepulp.com. Uh, mm. Podcast at infinitepulp.com. Here's what I want you to do. Send us anything that you have, feedback topics um compliments questions questions i would love ideas for future topics i would love to have a question section of the show that we could get into a little bit and we could answer questions and max and i are fairly open about any questions you want to throw to us um but we're going to review all of them we don't want to talk about it we're not going to but anyways throw them in because i really want that part and to kind of start getting some feedback and getting everybody who is joining with us on this journey to be part of it as well. We don't want to just talk at you. We would like you to join and participate. Um, so you can also find Infinite Pulp on Twitter. Um, we have five followers right now. By the time this podcast comes out, we may have more. But right now we have five. And I'm very excited um, yeah. about the five that we have. I have to say one of them is your lovely partner, 
Thank you. Thank her for, for, for following me. Uh, and I think uh, you are the other one. So you're a two out of the five. And I'm here to help. And I'm excited about that. And I follow myself, so obviously I'm the third. So we'll get there eventually, though. Um, yeah. But uh, anything that uh, you want to sign off on, you want to add? Nope. I'm Max Reed. I am at Max Baron on Instagram, Max Baron on YouTube, and I run a website called um, it's it's Wix website, and I forget the name of it right now because I don't look at the website. I just pull up the bookmark. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll see you guys soon, and uh, check out Avatar: The Last Airbender, please. It's great. Go look. Go Infinity watch. Infinity continues. It does. <laughs> stop it. You stop that. <laughs> Have a good night.